0: Lakers Carpool is brought to you by Hook Products USA. Truck lovers, tow hook covers finally are here. Introducing Tokes, a first-of-its-kind tow hook cover that is a great way to personalize your truck's factory tow hooks. Tokes are made in the USA out of high-grade silicone rubber that clasps right over your truck's factory tow hooks so it installs in seconds and no tools are needed. With colors red, white, blue, pink, and amber, and costing just $34.95 per pair, Tokes are a unique and affordable way to customize your truck. Go to hookproductsusa.com and head over to the compatibility tool to make sure that tokes will fit over your truck's tow hooks. After that, check out a super easy, and your truck will be rocking its tokes in no time. Again, that's hookproductsusa.com for tokes, the original tow hook cover. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. It's been a minute. It's been a few months since my last episode. My last episode, if you don't recall, we talked about the first couple days of free agency where the Lakers got a ton done, uh, kind of rebuilding their team, bringing some guys back and all that stuff. Since then, there's been a few few pieces of news that I I haven't talked about yet. Um, We're getting close to preseason. Preseason starts tomorrow on Saturday. I'm recording this on Friday night. And uh, there's a lot to, lot to talk about, so let's just jump right on into it. So in the last episode, we talked about huge, you know, free agent signings and re-signings that the Lakers had, right? Like they we brought back Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, uh, we signed, we brought back D'Angelo Russell, um, we also signed Gabe Vincent from the Miami Heat, Jackson Hayes, Torian Prince, um, bringing in some guys that are, you know athletic, can play some defense, can provide some some stuff on offense. Um, Also, since then, we signed Jared Vanderbilt to an extension. We signed Anthony Davis to an extension, which, you know, shows that that the Lakers are investing their future in Anthony Davis, which is great, you know, considering LeBron is in year 21 now, turning 39, or he's almost, he is 39. Um, It's time, you know, time that the Lakers... Put all their either they put all their chips in on Anthony Davis or they look and trade him, you know. And there's a little bit of a seesaw moment last season before the trade deadline when, you know, remember that moment LeBron broke the scoring record and Anthony Davis is sitting there on the bench and he wasn't too excited about – well, he just didn't, didn't seem too excited about LeBron breaking the record. I think, you know, I think he said that it was more about him being mad with himself and how he was playing and, and all these different things, whatever. But there was rumors going on at that point. And I think even I was on my podcast saying, you know, if the Lakers are gonna blow it up, we might as well trade Anthony Davis and bring a bunch of stuff back, you know, or or something along those lines. I, I definitely wasn't against trading him at that at that time. And, you know, obviously we go and we have a huge trade deadline, bring in D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh we brought in like Malik Beasley and these guys and, and it really helped push the Lakers and we, you know, we push all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Had a disappointing had a disappointing, you know, end getting swept in the western conference finals but you know i feel like it gives this team something something to uh to kind of like keep in their back of their minds going into this season right like there's we brought in some new guys in free agency but there's still a good amount of continuity right like we're bringing back obviously like lebron and ad we're bringing back austin reeves we're bringing back ruey d'angelo russell jared vanderbilt um I'm trying to think who else i mean there's also the younger guys like max christie Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of continuity on this team and I don't know that I've ever been, I I can't remember the last time I was as excited for a new Lakers season as I am for this one. You know, I think it probably would be the 2019, 2020 season where we, our first season with Anthony Davis, but even then there's a lot of question marks with that season, right? Going, going into that season, you know, we had Alex Crusoe, who wasn't totally, you know, the Alex Crusoe that we, that we came to know and love towards by the end of that season, there wasn't, uh, you know, KCP at the beginning of that season. He was m- missing layups. We were nicknamed, you know, people were nicknaming, nicknaming him Kid Can't Play, you know, KCP, Kid Can't Play. Um, Rayon Rondo, right, was just kind of like <laughs> – he was just like slow walking through that season up until the playoffs and stuff. And so even then with that 2019-2020 season – um you know I think the team really rall- rallied around like the tragic death of Kobe and and obviously the bubble season Like there was a lot of ups and downs that season the chemistry was really formed you know whereas it looks like right now there's a lot of chemistry there's a lot of strong chemistry on this team already going into the season you know Austin Reeves is is talking about how D'Angelo Russell is you know has just encouraged him and his game is the shift in his game that we saw in the playoffs was really a lot thanks to D'Angelo Russell and his kind of encouragement and whatnot. Um, seems like Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James, their relationship is as good as it's been. Um, LeBron James apparently he took Rui Hachimura under his under his wing, and Rui was with LeBron for every one of his workouts, and and you know LeBron trying to build a little mini LeBron with Rui Hachimura. So that's pretty cool to see you know there's just a lot of really cool things chemistry wise with this team and you know it seems like the guy like Gabe Vincent and Jackson Hayes and I haven't heard much from Torian Prince but the guys the new guys that are coming in um seem excited to play with with this team you know and it seems like it seems like LeBron and the rest of the guys are excited to have these guys here so since my last episode the Lakers had one more big free agent signing which was Christian Wood Christian Wood's a big man he's kind of you know I've always talked about him as like the poor man's Anthony Davis, which I'll have to think of a new way to describe him now that he's a, he's a Laker now. But you know, he's a big that can he has like some range to him. I don't know how good he shoots from three, but he you know he's a definitely can knock down the mid range. But you know, he can play big if he needs to. One of his biggest criticisms was not being a great defender. Um, you know, going in once the Lakers made a bunch of their moves in the free agency, the one thing that they just still needed to get was a big. And I talked about I think in my last episode that I wanted to see the Lakers get someone that was like a defensive big right like I think at the time Bismack Biombo was a name that was being thrown around kind of to mirror what just to mirror what the Lakers did in that 2019-2020 season with JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard you know Dwight Howard was a little bit more of a defensive big although he could rim run and, and catch some lobs and, and get some rebounds and stuff Jail McGee was a little bit you know I mean he was a good defender but like he was a little more I th- I feel like used offensively to attack the basket and that kind of thing and pick and rolls and stuff um and so i was a little bit i mean for what the lakers got christian wood for you know like i'm gonna look up his his um contract right now i'm pretty sure they got him for pretty cheap you know christian wood was um a guy that was kind of sitting around for a while everyone was wondering where he was gonna go you know um so, yeah, so Christian Wood is joining the Lakers on a two-year $5.7 million deal, which seems to me, I mean, that seems like a pretty great deal for the Lakers to get Christian Wood is kind of like to fill out their roster and stuff. Um, and, you know, the big the big criticism with Christian Wood is he's not a great defender, or at least he wasn't a great defender with Dallas, and I think in Houston is where he started out. Um, so we'll see, you know, we'll see how that goes. I feel like that's the biggest thing to to kind of keep – in mind is is the the defensive side with with him um but i kind of like that little one-two punch with jackson hayes christian wood at the five ad can focus on playing at the four which i think i saw a quote from ad already like today or yesterday basically saying you know it's almost weird playing the four again like not having to set a set screens on every single play and kind of being freed up to do more things and stuff which i feel like that's his you know prime spot Anthony Davis um so that's really cool to see uh just to kind of get a little more versatility out of Anthony Davis not sticking him at the five every single time um having a little bit of a bigger roster and stuff so roster wise the Lakers are deep they're deep this is probably going into a season I I would say this is a better roster than that we had in 2019 2020 you know like pound for pound player for player I, I feel like this is a better talent-wise a better roster obviously you got to put things together and play and win games and figure out how to win games and stuff but but going into a season it's been a while since the Lakers have been this talented going into a season now the Western Conference is really deep um, so it's not going to be a you know this season isn't isn't like a oh Lakers for sure number one seed and finals favorites right we still would have to get through Denver uh, Phoenix the Clippers you know, it's a Dallas still has Kyrie and Luca. You know, like um, the the West is still is still pretty deep. Um, the Kings are still good. The Warriors are going to be good again. You know, like there it's a, there's a lot of really good, really good teams in the Western Conference for sure. Um, but but roster wise, I feel I feel ecstatic about this team and what the Lakers have put together. Um, and you know, they got so much done early on early on in free agency. I mean, there was. You know, tr- Like I said, they trickled in the Christian Wood signing later. They extended Jared Vanderbilt. They extended Anthony Davis, but otherwise, like it's been a pretty quiet summer. They got a lot of, got a lot of stuff done early on, which was awesome to see. So, um, so roster wise, I think going in, the the big question is who's going to fill fill out the starting five, right? Like you have Dangelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis, LeBron James as like the sure four sure four guys. Who's going to be that fifth guy, right? Like, did the Lakers? If it was Frank Vogel coaching, I bet you it would be D'Lo at the one, Austin Reeves at the two, LeBron at the three, Ad at the four, and then Christian Wood or Jackson Hayes at the five. With Darvin Ham coaching, who tends to like to go smaller, I would I probably I bet you it'll be D'Lo at the one, Reeves at the two, Torian Prince at the three, LeBron at the four, Ad at the five. That's my guess. That's if I were to if I were to bet money on the starting five, that's probably what it would be. Um you know, training camp just started and stuff. We haven't we haven't heard a lot about Torian Prince. Um at least I haven't seen much about it on Twitter and stuff. But um Yeah, so I, I feel like the starting five is going to be look like that. Although, I mean, if they've been running scrimmages with like ad was saying, like he's been playing the form more next to, you know, Christian Wood and, and Jackson Hayes, maybe Maybe they do do that, right? Where they put Ad at the four, and then you start either Hayes or or Christian Wood, and then bring Prince off the bench, and then you have Gabe Vincent off the bench, Rui off the bench, and um, Vanderbilt off the bench. I mean, I mean, I mean, Vanderbilt was a starting player in the playoffs with Lakers, so I guess Jared Vanderbilt could be another name that I didn't think of. Um, but Jared Vanderbilt, you know, it's just tough because he doesn't offer a ton offensively, whereas Torian Prince can offer both offense and defense. So in that sense I could see Prince getting that starting role over Vanderbilt. Um, but you know, Vanderbilt there's been there's been reports that he's been working on his offensive game and his shot and all that stuff. So we'll see how that pans out. But offense obviously it was never his strong suit, at least um from what we saw in the playoffs and the end of the end of the season last year. So um I could see him coming off the bench also. He's kinda like on the fence right there, Jared Vanderbilt is. But there's it's a good problem to have with the Lakers to have um you know, I just listed Wood, Hayes, Prince, Vanderbilt um, as four guys I could easily, you could easily see in the starting rotation. So, um, from a from a, a roster standpoint, again, I just feel really great about this team. I'm really excited going in. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to do a little, uh, just kind of preview of this season, how I think the Lakers are going to do their first 10 games talk a little preseason stuff like that so we will be right back so the lakers had their first preseason game on saturday against golden state in golden state and it was basically what you would expect from a first preseason game with a pretty brand new team lebron james didn't play austin reeves didn't play um anthony davis only played 13 minutes uh d'angelo russell played 16 minutes Uh, Anthony Davis, you know, six for 11, 15 points in 13 minutes, five rebounds, two for three from three. So, you know, I mean, in 13 minutes, that's pretty decent, you know, to put up 15 points in 13 minutes. Um, D'Angelo Russell had 15 points in 16 minutes, six of 10 from the field, two for three from three. So pretty similar stat line as Anthony Davis. Again, no Austin Reeves. Starting lineup was Gabe Vincent, D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, Hachimura, and Davis. And, you know, I don't know. I don't take much from the preseason I, I barely even enjoy watching the preseason games it's interesting right now because of the all the new guys and trying to see them play and getting, you know seeing them for the first time and in the purple and gold and all that stuff but overall like it was a pretty subpar performance from the Lakers in this preseason game the best person I mean, I mean the best game was maybe Max Christie he played 25 minutes 15 points six of 10 shooting two for four from three Um, Definitely solidifying himself as a potential option as that backup shooting guard, potentially. Um, Christian Wood wasn't great. 20 minutes, 5 points, 2 for 8. Cam Reddish, over 4 in 18 minutes, only had 1 point. Over 3 from 3. You know, Max Christie, he's listed as a guard Cam register listed as a small forward but I feel like they might be fighting for the same position potentially and at this point it kind of looks like I mean again one preseason game but it looks like Max Christie is maybe the favorite to take that spot if, if it's even a competition um, Jackson Hayes 15 minutes five points you know this is a game where we're getting all our guys some minutes and it's almost like a glorified like summer league game is how it feels almost you know again no LeBron no Austin Reeves so it was, again, it's fun to see them, you know, those guys in the purple and gold for the first time. Torian Prince only played 13 minutes, 1 for 5 from the field, 0 oh, for 3 from 3, only had 2 points. So, again, it's like, in a way, it's a little disappointing to see some of these new guys come out and not do what too well. You know, gave Vincent 20 minutes, 2 for 6 from the field, 2 for 4 from 3, only had 7 points, right? So, like, not not that great, but also at the same time, this is preseason game first preseason game albeit in a pretty brand new team i know i talked in the first segment about how much continuity the lakers have have but you look down at this roster and there's a lot of new guys prince wood lewis rookie um cam reddish jackson hayes the only returning guy that was on the bench was outside of like scotty pippen jr who didn't play at all was max christie you know um so in that sense there even though there is a lot of continuity all things considered, where you know, with how things are in the NBA, there is also a lot of new guys on this team. So I don't take too much from that first game, you know. And you kind of just hope that you see a little bit of improvement throughout the rest of preseason. But again, it's preseason, you know. Who know LeBron might play like fifty percent of the games. Anthony Davis probably won't play a ton. I mean, they'll ramp him up as preseason progresses before the season starts, so that they're kind of in game shape and all that stuff. But um, you can only take so much of it. So or only take so much from it. That is. So then, looking at the um, the first ten games of the season, you know it'll be interesting to see how the Lakers do to, to start the season, right? Like we had an, our infamous what was it two and ten start last year, where the Lakers obviously like figured things out, made some trades at the trade deadline, pushed, made the playoffs, made the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully, we don't have that same situation. Hopefully, we don't start two and ten uh, in our first twelve games. But things don't start off too easy. Our first three games is we open up on October 24th in Denver for the Nuggets ring ceremony, which is going to be crazy um, for the first game of the season. So in that sense, you know, there's a lot of, if you're a Lakers fan, you know that the Lakers always blow big games for themselves, right? If it's their ring ceremony game, if it's the game, their first game back after Kobe's death, uh, if it's LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record, I think we lost all three of those games for whatever reason it just is what you know it's there's no rhyme or reason it just is what it is what it is so like maybe the Nuggets maybe maybe there's just so much hype around the ring ceremony and the Nuggets just blow it and don't don't win or something but that's a you know it's a fun way to start the season playing against the team that we got swept out of the Western Conference Finals and a team that you know Mike Malone talked a lot of trash um about the like you know I mean just saying things like crying about not getting enough attention and LeBron getting attention when they're you know sweeping them and in the finals and all that stuff um there's a lot of crying from Mike Ballone so I would love nothing more to start the season out by beating the Nuggets um and you see Jokic right like there's videos of Jokic that like it's become a meme at this point that Jokic doesn't love playing in the NBA like it's like his day job you know Like, he does it because he has to or something but he'd rather just be chilling in Serbia so you know maybe they start off slow or something we'll see but um the first game against the Nuggets I mean, the Nuggets are going to be the favorites going into that game, and it's again, it's hard to say with this brand new Lakers team, right? I think we've gotten better. I think we have more talent than we've had in a long time on this team, but maybe it'll take some time to ramp up and kind of get things going and get that chemistry. Like, there's good chemistry on the team, maybe, but maybe it'll take some time to get that chemistry um, translated on the court. So, I'm going to say that's a loss. I, you know, and then we go from there. Two days later, and we play the Suns. And that game is, it's in LA at least, so it's a home game against the Suns. And the Suns, if you don't remember, made a trade, a big trade to get uh, Bradley Beal. So now they have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. Um, uh, They traded DeAndre Ayton in that trade with, uh, in the trade that um, sent Dame to Milwaukee. So that's interesting. So let's see, they have Grayson Allen, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Devin U, Drew Eubanks, Kevin Durant, Eric Gordon, Nazir Little. Oh yeah, Yusuf Nurkic is who they got back in that trade, right, so they sent Deandre Ayton, got Nurk- Nurkic who, I don't know, is Nurkic better than Aiden? I feel like he might be like more active during the games than Aiden is, or at least that's how it seems um they did get Utah Wantanabe, who is a guy that kind of showed out for the um I think it was the the Nets like kind of a good three and I think D three I don't know if he's a good defender but a good three-point shooter he was someone that that some people were saying the Lakers should try and get so um the Suns who like went into the playoffs last year as a team that was really top heavy right with Chris Paul Kevin Durant Devin Booker um they didn't have a ton of depth right like you put in their your starts up and bench guys and they they kind of weren't there they didn't have a great they didn't play great defense um and you you know you see that saw that with them losing early on in the playoffs i do think that the or the suns have gotten a little deeper um since since all that you know and they've gotten uh Bradley Beal who in theory is an upgrade from Chris Paul so i think they've gotten better so i think in this game also the lakers will beat the underdogs and I would like to pick them to win. I mean they so they play the Suns I think twice in the in the course of those 10 games. Um one of them in LA one at Phoenix. You know, I see the Lakers splitting. So like maybe I'll give the Lakers the win at home. Um so that you know starting off starting off 1-1, losing to the Nuggets, beating the Suns, and then we go and play the Kings on the on October 29th. The Kings, you know, they're a good team. They lost in the first round to the Warriors. That was a good matchup. I like. I don't know if it's just me having Kings bias, but I just like. I almost like. I see the Kings and I just automatically think like, oh, that's a win. But I could. That could just you know. I'm just biased and I'm used to them not being good. So, but I do think the Lakers get that win, which goes uh, put the put them at two and one, and then we play the Magic, um, and that game is in LA. So like, I would give the Lakers that win. So, I mean, starting off three and one in the first four is my prediction. I, you know, that Suns game could go either way. I could see us losing that game very easily, also. So it could be two and two. Even the Kings game, right? Like that's a game that we should probably win, but I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. Unfortunately, uh, so, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be optimistic. We're going into this season optimistic. We have some good talent on the team. We're excited, you know. So then we go on to play the Clippers. Obviously, that's a, whether it's a home game or not, it's basically a home game. Um, I'm g- I am I want to give us that win, too. And then the Magic again? This The schedule is kind of weird. In Orlando, that's another win. I mean, then we play the Heat. That's, that one's a toss-up. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that we have more talent than the Heat. I think that we should win that game. The Rockets. Play the Rockets. We should win that game. And then we play the Suns. And I think we lose. You know, I think we'll split. And that Suns game is the first game in the for the NBA in season tournament. So there's a little more tied to that game, even too. So, you know, if the if the Suns are trying hard, especially to win that game because of the in season tournament, I mean, maybe the Lakers are also. So maybe we win that game. Um, But I don't know. I I do think that we can split with with uh, with the Suns. So that's one, two, three. Let's see. I'm counting. Nuggets one two three four five six seven eight nine and then we play the Trailblazers as the tenth game and I think that's a win so there's a world where we go eight and two you know we lose to the Suns we lose to the Nuggets in the first ten but there's also a world where where we lose the lose to the to the Nuggets to the Suns the Kings the Clippers maybe the Heat right so like there's a world where we go five and five. I think best case scenario, we're eight and two. Well, I mean, obviously best case scenario, we're 10 and 0 to start the season, but I don't think that's likely. I think realistic best case scenario, we're eight and two. I think I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's likely that I could see a five and five or a six and four in the first 10, which sounds bad, but like, you know, considering the two and 10 start we had last year, I'll take five and five or six and four in the first 10, you know, um, obviously like, eight and two sounds way better and i'd rather have eight and two but i you know uh, it's a long season there's a it's a long 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 season and then from there you know after the first 10 games we play the grizzlies as a part of the in-season tournament we play the kings again trailblazers again rockets again um goes into the jazz as a part of the in-season tournament uh, mavericks Cavs, sixers pistons thunder so you know in the first two months or month and a half of the season. Uh, starts off pretty strong, right? We play the Nuggets. We play the Suns twice. We play the Kings. We play the Clippers. um, We play the Heat, who they were in the finals last year, you know. Um, So there's some tough – it's a tough schedule to start start the season. So 8-2, that's what I think we can do. But, you know, you you look at the talent on paper that the Lakers have, and it's really good. But then you watch them play, um, especially to start the season where they're still – getting a feel for things and you know even darvin ham he's getting a feel for how to coach these guys coach the new guys and stuff you know it's a totally different different beast playing in the games than actually playing in, like in training camp or scrimmages and stuff so i really wouldn't put a pass the Lakers for starting out slow i feel like that's kind of like a lebron james mo you know you kind of start off slow finish strong kind of thing um which i'd you know i'd rather finish strong than start off strong and finish weak and, and losing games so if that's the case, then I'll take it. But, you know, I just wouldn't be surprised if you, you see them on the court against a team like the Nuggets or the Suns or something in in, you know, Anthony Davis is a little slow to get things going, or LeBron's a little slow to get things going and whatever. Um, I don't think obviously that it's it's fun to look at the first ten games and get excited and predict and see how they're gonna do, but you can't you know, again, you can start a season two and ten and still make the Western Conference finals. Like as the Lakers proved last season, so there's no reason to overreact. But there's still things you can learn and things you can take from from games early in the season. Um, and I think that there's a real, you know, there's a good chance if the Lakers get things going, if they can get some momentum, that they can start the season off well. They can they can make a statement, beating good teams, starting off the season eight and two, seven and three. Um, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a six and four or a five and five start. Um, so all that's to say is you know, we're excited to get the season started. We don't want to overreact to first 10 games, but it's it's hard not to because it's exciting, it's fun. We like, you know, we want to see the Lakers do well and all that stuff. So um we'll keep it we'll keep it going in terms of like some preseason coverage as the season gets going and as the season as the preseason progresses and as we see things happen with the Lakers, you know, again, I'm excited. Uh the so the slow ramp with Austin Reeves was due to him playing for team USA over the summer. So, that's good at least, you know, both LeBron and Austin Reeves in the preseason game were they were a healthy scratch, so nothing to be concerned from an injury standpoint yet. Um so that's good to see you know get get them eased into it. Obviously, LeBron's going into his 21st season. 21 seasons and playing at a high level still and and with the, you know, this is the Lakers this is LeBron's best chance and the Lakers' best chance that we've had in a while to go and win win a title you know um even going into the season in 2019 2020 like I said like there wasn't really there wasn't really finals like contention being I mean it was kind of being talked about cuz we had gotten Anthony Davis and stuff but it wasn't until the season started and we started rolling Anthony Davis was playing really well um we were number, the number one season number 1 seed for the whole season um that it really became apparent that it was possible but going into the season we weren't really like oh yeah We could win the final. Whereas, like this season, it's like we have more talent on this team than we had that season. You know, like there's no reason we can't. Obviously, the the Western Conference is strong. There's a lot of good players, a lot of good teams. It's going to be tough, but um, I see a world you know where the the whoever comes out of the West has a really good chance of winning the finals. And I think we've built our team to compete with teams like Denver, to compete with teams like Phoenix, to compete with. The clipper you know i think that we can i think that we can make a push i think we can do it so i'm i'm excited for this season um you know i'm gonna put it down i'm gonna be optimistic eight and two start off the season the first 10 games (laughs) uh you know i'm sure i'll i'm sure i'll eat those words after like the first three games but we'll (laughs) we'll see so um it's so great to be back i'm excited for my fourth season covering lakers basketball on this podcast i appreciate appreciate you all for listening and go lakers Trying to disrupt Rondo, he puts it in Here's Davis, 4-3 in the win Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has won it for the Lakers!